everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Token Singaporean. My name is Vonster and I'm so happy that you guys are back here today. So in today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about the security and scams that you might face in the NFT space. As you know, the NFT space is unregulated. So as much as there's a lot of opportunities and money to be made, there are also many, many possible traps that may be set up for you by scammers who are also making use of this opportunity to scam people of their money. So if you're interested to find out how you can keep your wallet safe generally, as well as how you can protect yourself from scammers in this space, just listen on and find out. Hello everybody once again. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of The Token Singaporean. My name is Vonster. And I think today's episode is very interesting to me. It is also one episode that I feel like might be one of the most important episodes that everyone should listen to because this is about security issues and possible scams in this space. Personally, when I first started out in this space, because uh, I went through it by experimenting a lot of things on my own, so I did not really have a community or had any like resources which I knew that I could just immediately go to to read all about the possible traps or like whatever that you know might be within the space right so as a result due to the lack of such information I remember during the third day of my time in this space I got scammed twice in a row and I think I lost a couple thousands of dollars just because of that just because of the lack of knowledge you know lack of experience and hence the lack of ability to identify real legitimate listings from fake listings and just getting into fake scam sites and minting from wrong websites etc so personally I feel like this episode is one of the most important because Having someone who's been in the space sort of just uh, highlight to you some of the possible traps that you might encounter. And mind you, these are very, very common. It's not like you only go through it if you're unlucky. I would say that every single one of us in the space would have in one way or another encountered at least, at least one or two of this kind of situations. So... Overall, I think if you are able to know about this before you step into the space, you just don't have to learn things the hard way, right? You don't have to learn through getting scammed yourself and it'll be so much better for everyone. So to make things simple, right? I've sort of like um, sorted things out and broken things down into five simple rules that you can follow to protect yourself. And that's the name of this episode. So especially at the beginning when you first start out in the space, just make sure that you keep these five rules in mind and I think you should be pretty safe. So to make things easy, I have more or less summarized everything and condensed it into five main rules that you should abide by in order to more or less keep yourself safe as you start out in this space. So without further ado, let's look at rule number one. So rule number one is a rule that I've probably mentioned before in previous episodes but I think it is literally the most important rule of all and it starts right at the beginning that is never ever tell anyone your 24 word recovery phrase so just a recap if you forgot what a recovery phrase is it's basically a list consisting of 24 random words which is literally the key to access your wallet from anywhere 
So these phrases have to be sort of a keep in order to recover your wallet if you lose your password or if you log into a new computer, so on and so forth. So right from the beginning, I think the best thing to do is if you can, just try to set up your wallet on your own instead of getting someone else to help you, especially if that person is a stranger. So a possible scenario could be that you heard about NFTs from a friend of a friend or just someone you're not very familiar with and you're interested to set things up and that person perhaps offer to sort of just guide you through the entire process. That's fine and I think it's very nice of that person. But I think what is most important is to ensure that while you're creating the wallet and when the secret recovery phrase is being generated, the only people who get to see the recovery phrase is actually the only person is you and that the phrase is being generated in your computer or your mobile phone, etc. So you have full access to it. No one else has any chance to access to your 24-word recovery phrase. Another scenario could be that I do foresee that in the future we have a lot more events and perhaps in order to encourage people to join a certain wallet or maybe just the community in general, there could be booths to offer help to newbies who want to sort of set up a new wallet right on the spot. Maybe they will give you like a an airdrop if you do set it up with them, so on and so forth. And I think this is great, but you need to make sure that you are the one who has access to it because just imagine it could be a possibility that if you set things up in their computer or someone you don't know, a stranger like a helper or a promoter, get access to your 24-word recovery phrase, they could secretly store your private keys somewhere and you don't know about it. So right from the onset, when your wallet has $0 inside, your private keys have already been leaked out to someone else and you don't even know. So this is quite an elaborate scam, right? But for the scammers, right, it would make perfect sense because imagine like two to three years down the road, everyone, perhaps maybe 50% of the people who set their wallets up during that time might have accumulated some form of wealth in their wallet. And one fine day, they just decide that, okay, maybe today is a good day for me to take out all this recovery phrase, key them in one by one and drain all of these wallets. So during then, if it happens to you, you will just suddenly wake up, see your wallet drain, and you wouldn't even know what happened. Simply because the mistake was made so earlier on and it's just hard to track. So I guess this is why it's extremely important. Right from the beginning, this first step, do not do it wrong. Do not screw it up. Just make sure that you keep your recovery phrase to yourself. Once again, do not store your recovery phrase in cloud because that is if your computer gets hacked, then obviously they have access to your recovery phrase as well. And I mean, they are hackers. If they look at a folder with 24 words written in a certain order, I think they can more or less tell what it is, right? So some things are best kept old school, right? So I would suggest just write down your secret recovery phrase in a couple of pieces of paper and store them in a few places that is safe, maybe in your house, in a safe, here and there. And anytime you need to, if you lose one, you got another. But uh, yeah, just don't store it in cloud or anywhere that you know might be susceptible to hacking. So this secret recovery phrase scam, right, is actually more common than you think and it's very easy. So might encounter a lot of scammers who would sort of chat you up and if they sort of get a sense that you're a newbie, you don't know much, 
then here's when they might slowly say that oh I can help you check this thing or that thing just give me your secret recovery phrase and then key them down in fact they might say you don't need to give me your actual password just give me the recovery phrase if you don't know what the recovery phrase is about you might think that ah okay this person is legit he's not asking for my password he's just asking for these phrases and if you give it to them that's it so one very important thing I think to prevent yourself from getting into this situation is also when you're talking on Twitter on Discord just make sure that you don't respond to any DMs especially it's from people you don't know for Discord I believe that you can turn off your DMs so that you don't allow any strangers who are not your friends to DM you that will be the safest method and for Twitter you can't really filter that out but just make sure that you are very wary of who you're talking to because I think like 70-80% of the time, if a stranger talks to you out of nowhere and it's not someone that you have interacted with before, just take it as a scam. It's better to be safe than sorry. So rule number two kind of links to rule number one. So basically, do not click on any links related to the project anywhere else and only use official links posted in each project's Discord or Twitter profile. So this is rule number two because I'm pretty damn sure that in one way or another, we will encounter scammers who will offer us link to mint from somewhere or to buy a certain thing or even just connect your wallet from this certain link which are not two legitimate sites end up scamming us. So for example, it could be that if a very hype project is about to launch, maybe a couple of days before launch or even hours before launch, Sometimes if during the launch, the project meet with some kind of delays or whatever and everybody's waiting, during those periods, these are the high times for scammers to come in and then start DMing people to say, oh, the website is up so you can now mint from this backup website. Or like, for example, there is a stealth launch, like um, we are giving the first 100 people free mints or whatever and it's a first come first serve so just click on this link to mint so what happens in reality is that these scammers would create a site that looks almost 100% similar if not the same as the original mint site but if you mint from that website the money doesn't go to the project it basically connects to the scammer's wallet so you will not get an NFT in return and the money that you have authorized will just go into another wallet which you will never be able to track and you will not be able to get it back. So if you're not careful with clicking of links, it is very, very likely that you might fall into this trap because if you look at the website alone, it is almost impossible for you to identify which is a real site and which is a fake site. Of course, I think some people might still be able to identify whether your website is a scam or not, okay? If you look at the wallet authorization, who it's being sent to, etc. But I think as a beginner, it'll be too difficult for you to understand all this. And if you just look at the website alone, it is basically impossible to identify the difference. So I think the safest way to do it is to just make sure you always only choose links. Click on links that are from the official pages and the right places within the official pages. So what do I mean by that? So for example, if you are looking for mint sites, they will usually be posted in announcement at the stipulated timing. It is very, very rare for projects to do a stealth launch, especially if they are already going to do like a proper launch. So usually, they don't really do that. And I think 99% of the time, whether it's moderators or founders or whoever, they will not DM you. So if they claim to be a mod or whatever, they DM you to tell you, oh, this is a correct link. You can link it from this site. 
do not believe those words. It could be just a scammer posing as a moderator and just want to scam your money. And if you're looking for like OpenSea links, right? Usually OpenSea links can always be found in the official link page of the Discord. So for every Discord, there'll be an official links channel. And over there, you can find out all the links that will get you to the different resources you need with regards to the project. Those are legit and that is the only place you should be clicking your links from. This part is also very important because on OpenSea, there are many scam pages which look very similar to the actual NFT project as usual. So there are a couple more ways you can check. For example, you can check for blue tick to make sure that it's verified collection. You can also check the total collection number to cross-check whether it is indeed the right number accordance to the project. But I mean, the safest way is still to just make sure you just click through official links in the official links channel. Okay, so this brings me to the third rule, which is I think a little bit repetitive. It's probably already mentioned in rule one and two, but I think it's still important enough for me to list it as a rule on its own. And that is, please do not interact with anyone on DM on both Twitter or Discord if you're not sure of who they are. So like what I mentioned just now, if you're not able to close your DMs, it is very common for scammers to pretend to be moderators or community founders and they might DM you to chat you up to ask you for info and send you links, malicious links that might not just connect to your wallet, they might even hack your entire computer. Or sometimes they may tell you you've won a lucky draw and you can click on this link to claim a certain prize at etc. And basically it always ends up with asking you to click on something or asking you to give them some kind of information. So like I've mentioned before, 99% of the time, moderators and founders will not DM you unless they specifically announce that they will do so. So if they did not announce anything, anybody who talk to you, just do not talk to them. In fact, just report them if you don't know them. And the best thing to do, of course, on Discord is to turn off your DM from strangers. And whether it's Twitter, whether it's Discord, actually anywhere in general, in any other sites that you enter, if you see a link from a person that you don't know, do not click on them because you can't be sure if they are legit or they might have malicious like virus or whatever that can cause a lot of trouble. Okay, and next is rule number four. And basically, rule number four is just make sure that you're always purchasing from official sources and make sure you check everything before you sign off in your wallet. So sometimes people may offer under table deals for cheaper, maybe through like group chats or whatever. And yeah, they may say, let's just do this deal privately. I can send you the money and then you send me the NFT in order to maybe avoid platform fees, etc. And this may sound like a better deal, but it can also potentially be a scam. So because one of you have to do one thing first, right? So maybe if you are the one sending the NFT to sell your NFT, you may send the NFT and the person don't send you the money or vice versa. So unless you know that person, best if you know that person in real life, it's better to just purchase from official platforms to be safe. And secondly, whenever you are confirming and signing off a purchase, just make sure that you check the transaction details and at the very least, check that you're paying the right price that you wanted to pay. Because like for example, OpenSea is often very laggy when it comes to updating prices. So there was actually a period of time when a lot of scammers made use of this loophole to just cheat people into paying more than they should. So for example, maybe a project is very hype right now and floor NFTs are getting picked up really fast and you want to pick up one 
and then you look at the floor price is 0.3 for example so for some scammers what they will do is that they will list the nft for 0.3 and then almost immediately change it to something higher maybe three and the thing about it is because of the lack actual price may not be reflected in the website it will only be reflected in your wallet before you authorize the purchase so you take things for granted and perhaps you're FOMO and you just want to hurry click and authorize so that you can get the NFT you don't read through the authorization before you actually authorize the transaction you may fall into this kind of scams and end up paying more than you expected so I think the rule is that we all want to be fast, we all formal sometimes, but most importantly, before you authorize any transaction, always check and at least make sure that you're signing off the right amount that you are willing to pay before you do anything. And the last rule of all, to me, is the most logical, yet it's often the most difficult to do. That is, when in doubt, just ask. Ask anybody that you know. You can ask your community. You can ask authorized project founders. You can ask, just don't keep to yourself and just go with the, oh, I'll just try mentality. If you ever feel unsure, just ask anyone within the NFT community. Most people are there to help and communities are built for a reason. So that's why I say it's also important for you to assimilate yourself into a community that you can trust and you can vibe with because these are the people who will prevent you from going the wrong direction and making wrong turns which you don't even have to go through in the first place. Don't be shy, don't be afraid. Just ask if you are in doubt, it will save you a ton of trouble, it will save you a ton of money. And yes, with that, we've come to the end of this episode. It's a little bit long because scammers are plenty out there, but just make sure that you're very careful, follow these rules. But at the same time, this is not to say that these rules will ensure that you're 100% safe. The reason is because as projects are innovating, scammers are also constantly innovating. So sometimes every couple of weeks, you might hear one or two stories about people who got scammed through new methods. And sometimes they are not just scamming newbies, they could be scamming OGs as well. And because your methods are so sophisticated, even OGs fall for it. So I think at the end of the day, it's still important to just make sure that you stay connected with the community so that you can get good updates, latest updates about anything that's happening within the space. So yeah, any new news or potential scams that comes up, you are well informed and then you can prevent that from happening to yourself by learning from other people's stories. And yes, those are basically my closing thoughts. And once again, thank you so much for listening to me. I really hope that you have learned a thing or two. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at VNSTR underscore E-T-H. Okay, you can also write in to us if you have any suggestion, you have any comments or feedback. We'll be very happy to attend to them. And lastly, if you feel that you have benefited from this podcast, please help me by writing a review because it will really go a long way. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Stay safe out there, trade safe, and I will see you again in our next episode.